0: Thanks for being with us. We have another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club. And we are delighted. Christina Baker-Klein is with us. and It's possible that you read her New York Times bestselling amazing book, Orphan Train. But she has another new book out. It's uh, been out for a year, year, but it's out in trade paperback paperback now. The Exile. So thanks, Christina. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for having me. Are 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 we calling you in Maine?
1: You're calling me in Maine. I'm actually sitting on my porch looking at it, all the sailboats oh. right on the coast.
0: How oh, oh, lovely. Lovely. Well, you Yay. have to you have to give people the setup of the exiles because this is a historical fiction, uh just work of art. It's such a great story and it's not about um you, you, we do a lot of historical fiction with World War II, but this is a story we didn't know about how Australia was was came to be and everything with prisoners and convicts. So give people the setup of the story. Sure.
1: Um, so first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. Um, and also that Orphan Train, um, which I think some of your readers yes. may know. Was kind of a springboard for this story because, like Orphan Train, it's about a little-known period in history where something really significant happened that most people don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, it's about the convict women in Britain in the eighteen uh, like forties, right in the middle of the eighteenth nineteenth century, who ended up being sent to Australia and eventually ended up transforming that country. Um, today, 20% of Australians are descended from convicts. And the only reason is that all these women were swept off the streets and sent to Australia. So that's the story of my novel. And um, there's also a, a threaded story that's a true story about an Aboriginal princess who... Um, was taken in by a white couple, Sir John and Lady Jane Franklin. And they wanted to see if they could turn her into sort of an English lady. Mm. Um, so all of that was very complicated, you know, as you can imagine. How
2: did How um, did you even but, yeah. get the idea? Okay, if you're just joining us, the book is The Exiles. It's so good. It comes out in trade paperback today. Christina Baker Klein. This book, okay, first of all, your Exiles. publicist, Kim, we got to give a shout out to her because she's amazing. Is this is Kim from L.A. Yeah, <laughs> she is she's amazing she's the best at one point during this book i had read it before Lori. i had to call her and just scream and you know i think what i'm talking about (laughs) and i'm like really (laughs) really how does this happen (laughs) i I mean this this how did you even come up with the idea though
1: well first of all shout out to kim my publicist i just want to tell you that um Kristen Hanna, you guys, I don't know if yes. you had, yes. had her on. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. 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 Yep. She's amazing. Amazing. Um, so Kristen said, I am in love with my publicist and you have to have her too. So that was how Kim came into my life. I was very lucky. Um, she's today, amazing. Uh, yeah, she's okay. So, so I read, I stumbled on this little article. It was exactly how it started with Orphan Train, actually. I stumbled on this little article that was happened to be about the convict women and- um, I just got this tingle. Like I knew that it was right up my alley. Cause I love to write about stories that nobody knows about that are really interesting. Um, and about women oftentimes, because women's stories are oftentimes not told. Right. So, and I also, I'd been teaching in a women's prison. Um, I just, you know, I've taught for many years and I had just wanted to give give back basically. And, sort of provide an opportunity for incarcerated women to do some writing about their own lives. And so I was teaching in a women's prison, and I I just realized this would, you know, I kind of have learned a bit about the psychology of incarceration. And so it just seemed like the perfect next book for me.
0: Well, and I mean, you're such a a beautiful writer. I mean, you really paint the picture. And so it's very, it feels... You know it's an epic story, but yet it is so sweeping, and and how you tell the story is is and bring the people to life is is really wonderful. But you know, I was just like my jaw was hanging, just dropping mm-hmm. at some of the charges that people yes. were. I mean, like Great Britain just really used, like they just would anything anything would do to get people off and ship <laughs> them off to Australia right. to be you know the labor of the country. Yeah. I mean, the whole
1: point was to populate the country. And by the early 1900s, Australia was nine to one men to women because they had sent all these men over for the penal colony. Right. Mm-hmm. And they sort of forgot that they needed to have women if they wanted to populate. the sure. country. So all of a sudden they began just sweeping women off the streets. And there was this period of time when this was a sort of secret program, essentially, of the British government. People just didn't even know about it because it was always the people at the bottom of the social ladder mm-hmm. that nobody thought about, you know, and so it was quite easy to take these women. Um, you know, they, they were convicted oftentimes of what they called crimes of poverty, meaning that. There were no social programs. They had no way to support themselves. And they would steal a loaf of bread to feed their kids. I mean, that kind of thing, oftentimes. And like 95% of the women sent to Australia didn't commit any kind of violent crime. And something like 90% of them were first-time offenders. So it was like definitely not uh, a story of hardened criminals. These Mm -hmm. were just young women who were down on their luck. Mm-hmm. oh it's, yeah I mean, it, the book is the exile
2: it's so, so, good. so good how and
0: long then, do you research i mean like how long does a book like the exiles a novel because you know we read the finished book and we're just like enjoying it but i'm curious how long that research took you well this one took a while
1: because as you can when you write about like the mid 19th century, you kind of need to learn everything about it. And I was writing about Australia, which is very different from America. Um, And and also I read about England. I went to Glasgow. I went to London. I went to a little village called Tunbridge Tunbridge Wells that's in my book. Um, And then I went to Australia several times as well. I I love to travel for my books because I think the stories come alive more Mm -hmm. when you When you really go there and you know what's there.
0: And are people, were the Australians, like people who know their descendants of convicts? convicts, Is that like, is that is it now known and people like, you know, maybe celebrate or give?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what happened with the orphan train descendants, which is that for a long time, the orphan train riders were really um, sort of, shameful about Mm -hmm. what had happened to them they didn't want to tell anyone about it because they weren't treated very well and they you know they saw it as this sort of um terrible thing that they had been too poor to have a place to live and so they were put on these trains and with the women who were sent to australia for many years they felt what was called the convict stain Mm -hmm. which meant they just carried with them a lot of shame about being sent over but now the relatives are totally into it, actually. And if you go to Australia, you'll you'll see that just tons of people are celebrating their convict heritage. And they sort of, I think Australians these days tend to think that it's kind of a good thing that happened to the country. It's a very outgoing place. It's very brash. Mm-hmm. People, you know, are friendly. They're, um, they take a lot of chances. And I think a lot of Australians think that has to do, in part at least, with their convict past yeah. oh
2: gosh that's it it's it was just fascinating <laughs> knowing about this you know and we also read because a year later after your book has come out um that you already had it's already been optioned by the company that's yes. going to that did um is doing nine perfect strangers right now that we're getting ready to see that's on right. HBO. how excited are you about that
1: yeah I'm so excited about it. I'm executive producing oh um, my. the people involved. It's this all women team. They did Big Little Lies and Wild and Gone Girl. And they did The Undoing, which was so great yeah. on HBO. Oh my um, gosh. I just love what they do. And they're so committed. And they're also half Australian. So they're in Sydney and L.A. So I just think it's going to be a great little series. That when is,
2: when that can we expect
1: it? I hope it'll be about a year. Okay. They're just we're just finishing the pilot right now, and um, you know, filming will start I think in the new year. So,
0: I'm well, trying maybe even before then. I'm but, trying to yeah. think who the part Evangeline. for. No, I'm trying to think of the part for Nicole Kidman.
1: Nicole Kidman is in all their
2: projects. She is. She needs a break. Um.
0: No, no, she could be in this. (laughs) There's a role for her. There's a part for her. Maybe she She could be the mean, no, the mean British lady who uh, takes the Aboriginal girl. Yeah. She
1: could be Mrs. Fry. Yes, she could yes. be Mrs. Fry, the Quaker lady. Yes. She really could.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, I know She's you're executive producing. And you're probably not at liberty to tell us anything. But this would be a nice change of pace, too, for um, a miniseries story, you know, telling this particular piece uh, of, uh, you know, it's, fact and, and just I the just, history. It's going to be really great.
2: Well,
1: there are so many fun things about this book that I didn't get to write as much about as I wanted to. So like, for example, there's a character named Olive who's pretty funny mm-hmm. and sort of body. Yes. and she's you know got a lot of energy and they're talking about devoting a whole episode to her so like oh. that kind of thing is really yeah. fun when you start thinking about expanding your own story right mm-hmm. and I, I
0: couldn't get a picture of what age Olive was but I bet Rebel Wilson
2: would like to play that part oh for
1: crying out loud <laughs> oh my god she'd be perfect mm-hmm, she she's would. sort of around that age she's <laughs> definitely around that age okay, oh, yeah. well, this
2: Christina Baker <laughs> Klein the exiles out in trade paperback it is it's a perfect summer read it's a perfect book club pick and i also loved it uh,
0: we appreciate so much when someone can give us a great historical fictional novel that isn't fussy or dusty
1: (laughs) well it doesn't i wanted it to feel like a contemporary novel that you would read today said in the past. Yeah. So that you
2: just jump right into the action. So I hope
1: you felt that way. You're such a good
2: writer and I also want to give, you know, a little shout out to the person who did the audio version. Yes, I love her. Caroline Lee. She's amazing.
1: I picked her out of like, She was amazing. I don't know, 50 people. I know. She's so, so good. She does all of Leanne Moriarty's books, too. I just think her voice is great.
2: I
0: love reading and listening.
2: I do them both.
1: So,
0: Christina, when you become a New York Times bestselling author, do you then get to pick out your audio uh, book reader? Yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. I like knowing that. yeah kind of do. I so like besides, yep, that helps. <laughs> besides, you know, EVPing a new um, limited series that's going to be on TV, is there um, another book you're working on?
1: Yes, I am working on a book, a
2: new novel that's based on a family story. It takes place
1: in, it's about two sisters, my mother's great-great-aunts who married two brothers. Oh,